Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 100 push-ups. 100 sit-ups. And a 10-kilometer run. Uh, Which nation are you? I mean, there's an airbender joke I can make right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me? What nation am I? You asked me, so. I think I'd be a non-bender. I would not. I, I'd get. I get the tough end of the stick. I love magic, and I'd be like, "Oh, what do I get?" You would be Sokka. God I could see it. that. Sokka pulls. Sokka is Sokka the guy. Pulled. Yeah. For a kid show, he pulled the moon. That's that's pretty impressive. <laughs> so. When was the first time you actually saw Avatar? Sometime when I was in my Nick days, so late, 18, 19 years old. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I still watch Avatar. You got to go back and watch episodes all the time. But I was probably, it came out in what, 2006? Something like that. I was probably 10. Oh. What about you? Well, like my family never had cable. So I would sometimes see an episode or half an episode at taekwondo practice yeah or if we were at some hotel we would watch like i'd watch an episode or two when on the nick channel but and i liked it then like i thought it was cool but i was never able to see the full show which you have to with avatar well i actually watched it i think honest i think the first time i saw the whole thing was either senior year of high school or somewhere in college oh so literally 18 19 yeah yeah that's the only time i actually saw the whole thing respect yes yeah no going through things and you know a friend said hey did you ever watch avatar and like yeah i saw an episode or two like you gotta see the whole show all right fine i got nothing better to do (laughs) and did that change your did you still love it when you saw it at 18 19 for the first time yeah i really liked it Good. good well i had to get through like five episodes of season okay. one. Which but episode that, got you? The Storm. I, there are better episodes, but it is The Storm is the episode that made the show, oh, okay, like, this is something different than your standard kids show. Yeah. It, it's a little special. So that's why I think it's a real standout of season one, especially. Avatar is, I mean, we both love it. It yeah. is. It, I got to give it a lot of respect to it because I think that might be my first introduction into fantasy ever. I was 10. I was hmm. 9, 10 years old. And I at that point, what was I reading? Maybe Magic Treehouse. Oh, I remember you Magic Treehouse. I think that was my first introduction to um, fantasy as well. Yeah, I got to take that back. I think that was mine as well. Because those, yeah. those were great. Oh, oh yeah. How um, many of those do they have? Too many. They have so many of them. Not never too many. Never. <laughs> I, those were they were uh, what like thin little books that you went yeah. to the treehouse and then you went off into some. Did did they go into the book? I'm forgetting how each of the plots are set up. I have no idea. 
Man, I look back on it so fondly though. I can't. I must have. So I must have had my parents like help me read like twenty or thirty of them, and I have no idea. Fair, fair enough. So, like, I have no idea what the plot structure was for that. Well, we could at least say I could at least say Avatar was one of my first mm. introductions into fantasy, especially on TV. Yeah, no, on TV, sure. I think for me though, the the inner best first thing I remember as an introduction to fantasy was the um the ma- the magician's wardrobe what is that it's a prequel to lion the witch in the wardrobe really yeah basically instead of narnia there's this tree that you kind of crawl inside and it takes you to basically purgatory what is with you and trees magic tree house like this trees. tree thing I, you know trees are good <laughs> but no it, so and then that's the tree you know the main character cuts it down and turns it into a wardrobe oh okay and there's some other stuff that goes along in that, but I think that was my first book that I read by myself nice. in fantasy. Okay. But no, back to... What about shows, though? Shows? I mean, does Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles count as fantasy? Yes. Then, yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, DMNT. I that's definitely best, fantasy. That, that was my show. That Everyone else has their, like, Spongebob and yeah. Looney Tunes or whatever. Mine is TMNT. Except Turtle Power. Except that, that is that is my show. I never watched the show, but you know, I I got all the the action figures. I love them. Oh, I, I had so many, yeah. so many. I had that and tons of Buzz Lightyear. That oh was, yeah, that was my childhood toys. Woody, all of them. No, just, just Buzz Lightyear. Just Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Only Buzz the best. Lightyear. The best action figure to have in Toy Story is Buzz Lightyear. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Now, Avatar. Yeah. As far as a kids' show goes, might be the great. Okay, SpongeBob is the biggest memeable and I think has the biggest impact on culture. SpongeBob will always be SpongeBob. Seasons one through four ish, five ish. I'll take your word for it. I've never seen it. Never seen a full episode. You've never you've never seen SpongeBob? No. Again, didn't have you know cable. So But you can quote SpongeBob, right? Yeah, I I know you know some references. I know some memes. Okay. Like I know memes and maybe half an episode I remember. We're watching Spongebob after this. No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? We're not watching a kid's show. Avatar is a great kid's show. We just that's watched the, that. Like, that's the exception. Six months ago. Uh. <laughs> but I'll say this. Spongebob, iconic, will always be with us in our generation. Everybody sure. but you. It will be with us. <laughs> that that sounds like that sounds about right. <laughs> but Avatar, I think I still have to give it as the best kid shows out there. I don't think it gets better than Avatar. Well, okay. This is. I know this is a tangent. But I do actually have to ask. I don't know why. Why is SpongeBob so great? Like I, like I've heard you oh. talk. I've heard everyone talk about it. Of, oh, that was quintessential childhood thing. And from what I remember, it was just kind of dumb. Like, yes. yeah, yeah, Patrick, and just I, I thought it was just kind of dumb kid stuff. Like, what is what makes it so great? How do you? How do I explain? How do I put SpongeBob in? In such a small amount of time, we only have like a, an hour in the podcast, <laughs> so it's well, no, just briefly. Yeah. Like, it is good characters. Like, is the humor really funny? Like, even adults or like, or not adults, but like older people can get. Like, what is you know what's the value you get out of it? The characters in SpongeBob are they're they're so unique, and they all have their different uh, bits, and they all have their different quirks. So Squidward's your depressed, lonely man in his 40s or however old he is that hates his 
shiny, energetic, the juxtaposition to Squidward is SpongeBob. And then you have SpongeBob, who's just always happy-go-lucky, annoying, and that clashes with Squidward. Then you have Patrick, who's your dumb, uh, who's your dumb neighbor, who's also has these spurts of like little genius sayings. He'll also say like, he'll say something really smart and then forget he said something smart. They have all these bits and it's just, you can, you can always, oh, Mr. Krabs, the greedy, always, always looking for money. You have, uh, you ever hear that theory about the seven deadly sins? And SpongeBob? No. No. There's a theory out there where the, the writers wrote the characters to match the seven deadly sins. Like, uh, Squidward being, uh, or what was it? Envy? Squidward, I've not refreshed on my seven deadly sins, but... Hi, Austin here. I'm currently editing the podcast. Please ignore this next minute where I proceed to incorrectly match each deadly sin with the incorrect character in Spongebob. I got the theory completely wrong. I'm so sorry. Patrick being gluttony, I believe was one. Uh, Plankton being wrath. Spongebob being lust. They had all these... Lust? Yeah, lust. Why lust? Richie, you... I don't think anybody's wanting to fuck the sponge. No, no, I don't think that was the avenue they were going down. There's a, the theories will tell you. I'm not up to date on that. All right. But just take my word that it's out there. Someone wrote an article about it at one time. Matt Pat on Game Theory probably yeah. did something. We'll watch this video. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But okay, back to the actual the, the title of the yes. video. But Avatar. Avatar. Now... It is an old debate. Like, this is not treading new ground here. Mm-hmm. But now that you've seen at least some anime, do you consider Avatar an anime or a cartoon? Oh, is Avatar an anime? I don't think so. The definition I put on anime is Japanese animation or Eastern, uh, Eastern Asian Japanese animation. And that's, is that correct or incorrect? I don't know. It's a definite, it's not incorrect. However, I think there are exceptions. Like, anime is a style, okay. not necessarily a location. Like, there's Chinese companies that they make an animation where they, it's Japanese style. Like, it's an anime, anime style. Okay. There's places in South America that make anime. And it, yeah. It looks like anime. America makes stuff that it looks like anime. <laughs> like, so I so think would you say Avatar's anime? I think it's a it's a hybrid. Like it clearly is inspired. It has a lot yeah. of aspects of anime, like the mm-hmm. the large eyes that kind of how the char- the way characters' proportions kinda of get out and some of the weird like the soul kind of coming out of the mouth. That's a very anime thing. And okay. it happens in Avatar. So I think it's definitely a hybrid because it doesn't look like a cartoon. It just like it. Yeah, it goes. It's not a cartoon. It's not a Western cartoon, really. That's a good way to put it. Because it's not. It, when I look at anime, there's definitely a difference between anime and Avatar. Yeah. There's there's a visual difference, and I don't know what what's that thing that makes it so different. The style. What stylistically differentiates them? Hmm. Is it do does Avatar draw and does anime draw or how do they, how is their I mean animation work both. I mean, there's hand-drawn, there's computer okay. animated, there's CGI stuff. There, I mean, across the spectrum. Yeah. But, um, man, it, it is a wide, um, it's a it's a large umbrella. So, hmm. cartoon aspects. When, when I think of, like, a Western cartoon, yeah. 
I think about a lot of not a lot of harsh colors and fairly um, odd proportions. So proportions of characters like the heads look really weird and big. Okay. Um, normally stretchy. Like characters are kind of like mm. I, I think West. When I think of Western cartoons, I think of the classic like Looney Tunes and uh, Tom and Jerry, where yeah. characters are very fluid and like there's a lot of slapstick kind of thing. Which I think, by the way, Tom and Jerry, best best form of slapstick. Period. Tom and Jerry. But anyway, Avatar doesn't have that. Like they're a, they're far more rigid. They're far more like real characters. Like they have a sense of internal consistency where a lot of cartoons don't like spongebob i would say like you know those kind of cartoons like don't the characters kind of like look weird sometimes like they they're just odd shapes they're not humanistic Hmm. i don't know i think that's like even when you have a human in a western cartoon they look off like they're odd proportions and things anime tends to look more proper proportions okay and that again tendencies there's plenty of examples of that not being the case but yeah that that's where i i just kind of think about off the top of my head yeah strange because when you say anime that means a different thing to different people sure yeah and i i'd agree with you it's a hybrid it's not exactly anime it's not exactly western cartoon either it's very inspired by anime Mm -hmm. but why do we love avatar so much why do you love it so much I mean, principally, it's the characters in the world. The plot itself is, eh. Like, it's good, but it, the plot isn't anything to write home about. But the character journeys are really interesting and fun to watch them on their journey. And the world itself is just fun to explore. Who's your favorite character? Toph. 100%. Why Toph? She's Toph. And just it a sounds badass. Like tough. <laughs> Her dialogue is some of the best in yeah. the entire show. Like, whenever she talks, it's fun. And, I don't know, I just enjoy Every time she's on screen, she steals it for me. I remember us watching, uh, because we did it recently, fairly recently, maybe six months ago. We watched through seasons one through three again. Mm-hmm. And every time Toph would make a blind joke, i just hear you cackle. <laughs> every time, it would just hit. And then you laughing made us laugh and made me love Toph more. It just yeah. it trickled through me. Toph wasn't in my top three, but I think she made it to top three characters. She's, I'm glad. She's up there. But you'd even say Toph over the one and only Uncle Iroh. Uncle Iroh's the, the easy bitch answer. I'm taking the hard <sighs> stance. How could you say that, though? It's Uncle Iroh. Okay, yeah, he's great. He's like a solid two. Like, he's edging up there, but I enjoy watching Toph. There's a difference between great and perfection. Okay. There's a, there's a huge... A huge line, and yeah. Iroh's perfection. Now, which character has a deeper uh, a deeper story to tell? Which character has more depth? All right, Iroh. But which one do I enjoy on screen more? Toph. No, I know. I I love them both. There, there's there's a solid five or six characters in there that I die for. Iroh, Toph, uh, Zuko. Come on, Zuko is just a. I'll be honest. This oh. last watch through. Like, I like Zuko a lot, but I don't know. I I, I think I had, like, a little bit of rose-tinted glasses for Zuko. Wow. Last watch-through, it just... There's a couple highlight episodes. Yeah. 
that you really like I really loved Zuko, but there are a lot of episodes with Zuko where I'm like, eh. Like I, I thought this I thought it Whoa. was better. Which ones? Like I remember Zuko alone. Okay. I remember Zuko alone being awesome before. Yeah. And then, you know, six months ago, you know, rewatch it and going, eh. Wasn't as awesome on the second watch. It wasn't. Like it okay. just lacked Okay. Like that's, a little bit less. That's fair. Just how the fortune teller. The fortune teller is the best episode. I didn't of know it yes. was the best episode, and then I rewatched it and went, "Ah, the fortune teller is the best episode." I didn't know. It started off as a joke, the fortune teller being the best episode. It slowly become truth and reality. <laughs> it is. It's such a good episode. We're slowly convincing ourselves <laughs> that it is the case. Yes, it, please rewatch that episode if you haven't. The fortune yeah. teller is fantastic. Was that in season two? No, season one. No way. I know. That's even. That's even crazier. Because season yeah. one's notoriously the worst season. Yeah. It's still a good season. I mean, yeah, it's fine. But season two and three are generally the best seasons in the show. Which, by the way, uh, I, do we agree here? Is season two the best season of Avatar? I think so. Me too. And I wish we disagreed because season three people are, are very passionate. It came close. Like, kind of going back over it, going, uh, there actually are a lot of good episodes in season three. Like, some solid episodes. So, oof. But season two, it, maybe that's it. Like, I think season three has a ton of great episodes with like plot and character stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. Season two, you explore a lot more of the world and it's, I think, cooler for the world building. Cause like you get to see Omashi, you get to see, um, bossing say you see the desert, which I think is the coolest. Like, Desert's very cool. The, the library underneath. And just, so the library episode, the tales of bossing say Appa's lost days. Yeah. I, Ugh. so that's, Personally, I prefer it, but yeah, but barely. season three. Oh, yeah, it is barely. barely season three. It's it's like two, three, and then one. It's right there. Yeah, I think. Uh, which is the interesting thing about Avatar is, do you think they could have made more seasons? I mean, of course they could have because they made Korra, but they shouldn't have. <laughs> they shouldn't have. I, I think it's perfect. The three seasons right there, it's just enough. It's mm, good stories here. It ended. I love it. I appreciate shows that actually end. Yeah. Yeah. There are exceptions to that, but like uh, Cowboy Bebop, which I need to show you. but have it's not seen yet. One season. Mm-hmm. Ends. Perfect. Don't need anything more. Okay. That's all it needs. Love it. Just one. Just one. Nice. And now they have that great show or movie coming out, right? Oh, yeah, the Netflix version. That's that's I, totally great. It's amazing. I know nothing about Cowboy Bebop, but I know everything from the anger you've shown after that came out. Apparently, it's dis- disgusting. The, the trailer itself, like, I'll normally give shows a chance. Yeah. Saw the trailer, not giving the show a chance. And I was Bad. right. All the rev- They got canceled. They, they were greenlit Ooh. for a second season, and then they were canceled. That's bad. It ratings sucked. were that low. Oh yeah, it was okay. bad, 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 bad. But honestly, I think that's a good segue into anime itself. Yeah. So I'm curious because I I like anime. I I I like it. There's a bunch that doesn't like. I'm not super into anime, but I've seen enough that I. I'd seen more than quite a bit of people. Sure. But, uh, and there's definitely a lot of aspects of anime that are weird to me being, you know, from the West. So there's some stuff that, like, kind of makes me uncomfortable. 
However, when I, I've gotten so used to it, when I watch by myself, I kind of just ignore <laughs> a lot of like the weird stuff in anime. But when watching it with you, I remember I, I, I notice those things again and I go, Ooh, yeah, that's a little that's a little weird. And then But what are your thoughts? Because I've shown you a couple different yes. animes. Now I I was never introduced to animes until you introduced me. So yeah. before that, I, I knew animes were out there. I was like, oh, that's not for me. That's, no. for, the, that's for the nerds. Turns out I'm a nerd. Right? So yeah. I, I, after the first anime you showed me was One Punch Man. Yeah. And first episode, I was, uh, that was hilarious. I was hooked. And obviously, what was episode three or four where you have uh, the famous 100 push-ups, 100 <laughs> sit-ups, and a 10-kilometer <laughs> run. Every day, uh, so it had some really funny stuff, and uh, I was like, "Wow, okay, anime. This, this is pretty awesome." Uh, season one of One Punch was pretty good. I mean, I yeah. thought I thought uh, like the beginning episodes were better, but mm-hmm. watched it through and liked it. And then you showed me Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and I'll you showed me first the first four episodes, the first four episodes of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and I stopped watching because I was like, ah. I don't like the style of it. I mm-hmm. don't... I'm, I'm not really into it. Like, Okay, I'll, maybe I'll watch it again someday. And this was during COVID. There wasn't things to watch, really. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll just set it aside for another day. And then, uh, like, months later, uh, I think this is when we, we moved in together. We started, and we started from episode four or five, wherever I left off. Watched a couple more episodes and went, wow, I, I like this okay, this is this is getting better. And then by the time it hit like episode eight or nine, we I think we watched all 60-ish episodes in two, three days. Close. Yeah, about that. Close to that, yeah. No, at somewhere around episode seven, somewhere around there, it just goes and doesn't stop. No, and then the last 20 to 30, last 20 episodes I think are all one day. Oh, yeah. It's the finale. The finale is a third of the show. <laughs> one third of the show. Is the oh, finale. it's so good. But it's, it doesn't feel dragged out. It no. Is just, mm, it's, I love it. It's phenomenal. And the thing I love about it, there's so much I love about it. First being the, the, the Seven Deadly Sins, like we were talking about with SpongeBob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in Full Metal Alchemist, the Seven Deadly Sins are such cool mini bosses. They're mm. just, I love each of them. Greed is the greatest. Uh, I, yeah. Greed is just, his character arc is phenomenal. Uh, him and is it Ling Lin or Ling? Uh, that he binds with. I think it's Ling. Ling, Ling, yeah. Him, him and Ling. Oh, Ling's also fantastic. And uh, some of my other favorite, Envy. Envy's a great. Envy's a boss. Ugh. Envy and Mustang is such a. Oh, okay. Mustang. A small spoilers, by the way. Yeah, for, spoilers are coming. Love this show. Stop here if you haven't seen it and go watch the the whole thing. Yes. And we're going to compare Spoiler. Avatar to Full Metal shortly as well. So, All right. Going right into spoilers now. That's enough time to cut off. Yeah. The moment with Mustang finally killing Envy or yes. you know, confronting Envy. Oh, beautiful. There's, there's a moment there where I almost thought, oh, it's going to be childish. Mm-hmm. It's the child one like, oh, don't kill it. No. Where it's like, what are you doing? No, it killed yeah. all your friends. It's going to kill a bunch, but like, kill it. And... Um, you know, Mustang's there. He's about to kill it, and Hawkeye tells him, "Like, yeah, I don't like that look in your eye. Like, you're gonna oh, be. Yeah. Look, I will kill it. Like, it's gonna die, but right. not you. 
you can't because that look in your eye, you cannot, you cannot be our ruler and our leader with that look in your eye. Mm-hmm. You, that's not how you want to start off. Like mm-hmm. you are going to turn into something that, you know, I won't respect. So let me kill it, not you. And he's just consumed yes. with revenge, and he lets it go. And you know, envy kills himself because he's being pitied. And so. Such a such a great character end to envy, and great moment for Mustang, uh, and what's her is that Hawkeye? Oh, what's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just great moments, and obviously the scene with Mustang and Lust. Oh, just I, that, one, I I've watched that sometimes on YouTube just for just for fun. Just pull it up. Just uh, Mustang Mustang's one of the, my favorites in there, and then you have uh, main characters, the Elric brothers as well. Yeah, the, can't, all the can't not mention all them. of the characters except for um, that little May. girl May. Yeah, May was a little weak. But thing is, like, not like I didn't hate her. I didn't hate the character, not at all. But like, compared to everyone else, yeah, yeah. And then don't want to forget the best character in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, General. Olivia Armstrong. <laughs> General Armstrong. How do you introduce the best character in the show at like past the halfway mark of the show? Was it really past the halfway yeah. mark? It was definitely a, a good <laughs> chunk late. into the show. It is yeah. late to the show. I'm like, oh, where's the hiding this yeah. best character ever? Yep. Oh, God. But there's a lot of similarities to Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood, and Avatar. That's why I mm-hmm. wanted to show you that uh, that show because I was like, it's kind of like full it Full Metal is kind of like Avatar, yeah, with a little bit aged up. Like instead of you know young adults, like it Full Metal Alchemist is more for like sixteen, seventeen age age range, where Avatar is far more for like twelve, thirteen type thing. Yeah. Uh, well, and still for us too. Avatar, I can still enjoy it without yeah. problem. But you can enjoy it, but you can tell they have limits. Yeah, it it happened frequently enough in Avatar where I'm watching this guy. Oh, I see what they wanted to do, but yeah. they couldn't because it's a kids show. Like all the stuff with yeah. blood bedding, all the stuff with like the more darker sides of war and the actual results of war. They couldn't actually go all the way with it, and you could tell that yeah. they they're hinting and they they. They for want sure. to, for sure, but they can't. And you, you ever see that YouTube clip of uh, was it Katara and everybody saying, uh, "You can't say the word kill." Was it? Yeah. So instead, yeah. they say, "I'm going to make sure you don't wake up tomorrow," or yeah, yeah. "You're going to end today." Or they had to say all these vari- variations because they couldn't say the exact word. Was it kill or die? One of those words they one can't of those, say. Yeah. But that's the thing. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. You, they don't hold. They can't hold back as much punches. They have more freedom to show this. Oh yeah, no, they they can show whatever they want. Yeah, like there there was no limitation mm-hmm. on the story. So, but and, what what would you say though, hmm. if you had to compare the two, Avatar or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which is an objectively better show? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Is it close? For uh, for anyone above the age of, you know, fifteen. No, Brotherhood's better. So, for an older audience, you'd say Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, no doubt, just a better show. Yeah, no, I mean, 
Okay. World building, characters, the plot. I think it looks... Mm. Maybe Avatar has it in looks. Yeah, I think it's a, re- it's a real cool world. Like, yeah. some of the temples and the, the world itself is very pretty. Very. And cool looking. Very, very. Maybe that gets the edge out. Okay. But some of those fight scenes, especially in the finale, are just some of the coolest. Like... Um, the music, I also think, is possibly better in Brotherhood, but that's okay. close. That's really yeah, close. I, I actually think it's better in Avatar. Mm. I, the music and what is that? The the instrument starts with a K. The kalimba? Yeah, kalimba. The kalimba is awesome. Uh, it's good. They have, yeah. I think most of the songs from Avatar are played on the kalimba. Leaves from the Vine. Uh, you have no, their Leaves opens. from the Vine isn't on the kalimba. Oh, really? Think. Okay. Is that like a some type of guitar, some type of uh, string instrument? It's some type of Asian uh, version of a. It's an a an Asian in string instrument. I can't okay. remember the name. But you have a a lot of great songs in the Avatar. Uh, I don't know the names of them exactly, but obviously at least from the Vine, huge mm-hmm. one, and the theme do 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 whatever that one is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist is still great music. I just think it has epic music. Like there's, yeah, I still know this song from when um, Alphonse is battling um, Pride. Mm-hmm. Just that's oh, mm-hmm. mm, what a great! Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. That whole like finally Alphonse, like the the younger brother, like no hold bar, just oof. And Pride is the scariest of the Deadly Sins. Oh, Pride sure. just came out of the shadows. Just well, Also, can we appreciate how smart the plot and characters are? Oh, The yeah. characters don't make dumb decisions. Like, how much they're actually careful and actually... They don't overlook something really important. Mm-hmm. Where, like, Pride is watching them all. And Mustang and Hawkeye sending out code. And they don't talk to each other. They're keeping... Yeah. They're actually intelligent characters. Yeah. And I love how they're... It makes the plot so believable. When characters are doing logical things and there are real obstacles in their way mm-hmm. and they all make rational decisions. I didn't know that's what I needed. That And how many other shows are missing that? You gotta respect a show where the characters make decisions that make sense. That, that makes oh, yeah. it so much more enjoyable. And I want to tie in Avatar and Full Metal. The reason they're compared so often is they're both master classes in magic systems. Yeah. They very much are. And they're similar in that they're both hard magic systems, meaning they have uh, their their magic's very defined. The mm-hmm. limits are very defined. Uh, with Full Metal, it's very defined. You have specific things you could do with alchemy to produce different, like what could be fire with Mustang or with uh, not general but major Armstrong, it's powerful punches <laughs> and just like memories. Yeah, he makes <laughs> like out of objects. He can make weapons out of stone and all the other objects. But mm-hmm. basically, oh, hey, it, his in, his power wasn't giving him more strength. Did I no, miss that? Oh, he's just strong. Oh, he's just awesome. <laughs> but no, on his gloves, he can warp. That's right. Uh, whatever, whatever he touches with those gloves, he can turn like a stone. Like if he picks up a stone he can punch it and when he punches it it transmutes into like a sharp spike instead of just a rock 
Okay. And you can do that with a bunch of other materials. Got it. Got it. But in essence, though, I would almost say that Full Metal has a... It looks on the surface as being a more hard scientific system. And it's Mm. definitely treated as a science. And Avatar has far more mystic elements. And it's far more supposed to be, you know, spiritual. The spirit world. Mm -hmm. But in many ways, I think Full Metal is less of a hard system. Like, there's one rule, effectively, is... A law of equivalent exchange. Mm. But in between that, you can kind of do whatever you want. As long as it's equivalent. Like, you you don't add material, you don't subtract material unless you use a part of a soul. Where Avatar is fi- a little bit more... Like, there's fire. You can... Bend for, there's, I think, way less... There's actual hard limits into it. Where Brother... Uh, Full Metal Alchemist... FMA... FMAB. That's shorter... But FMAB has such this wide... Like, you can do anything, really. As long as Mm -hmm. it's not, you know, within the law of equivalent exchange, effectively anything. There's all sorts of alchemists. Exactly. There's such a wide range. They can do a bunch of stuff. Where Avatar, there's four. And then there's some variations in between there. But it's all hard. Like, firebenders can spit, like, produce fire. Airbenders can control. It, It is far more of a... Far more limited of a magic system than FMAB. Yeah, it, I, I, they're both very hard magic systems. I wouldn't know which is that. I, that's a good point, though. I, I think there is a, a very more more broadness to Full Metal Alchemists. You can do a lot of different alchemy. Uh, with Avatar, the coolest thing about the magic system there—it's so simple. Like there, there's four elements. The coolest yeah. thing about it is the new and unique ways you can use your uh, your tribe's magical power in or your nations, I should say, your nation's magical power in a different way. So when you see a waterbender, when you see Katara learning throughout throughout the seasons, it just starts with simple waterbending, but then you get these cool octopus like uh, strings that can go, or these octopus tentacles that could go around and start whacking people. And you get all these unique ways, and especially earthbending. Earthbending, you get so Earthbending, cool. I think, is probably one of the more creative ones. Yeah. So by far, you have to be creative with earthbending. To be cool, because it's you know pick up big rock and shoot it. Yeah, <laughs> but no, you can do a lot of really cool, like especially Toph is super creative. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but I think both both FMAB and Avatar do something that I really love, and I think what puts it above the ed- above, you know, over the edge, over the top for me, mm-hmm. and it's the connection of the Magma system to their cultures. And it's deeply tied. So firebenders, because they produce fire, like they uh, they have a certain culture, they have a certain attitudes, yeah. and their personalities are very different from yeah. airbenders, waterbenders, earthbenders, all that. And it's deeply tied into their world and how did they develop the way okay. they did. Like firebenders being far more aggressive, being more passionate. Like, of course, they're the ones that are going to conquer the world. Airbenders being it, being the peaceful nomads waterbenders changing with the times and being far more adaptable and then the earthbenders being more set in their ways and have really strong earthly ties they don't move around a lot and they have big massive cities and they fence themselves in it's the magic system is goes deep into how these cultures developed 
Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Like, a mestrist, and how does this magic system affect their science? How does it affect their world? What do they get to do? What what are... Um, basically, how mainly, it actually goes way more into, like, religion, a religious context, because they treat alchemy as... Amestris is an atheistic nation. Mm. They don't have, like, there's a couple religions, but it's mostly atheistic. It's like science is the king of religion. And the whole show is a discovery of truth and effectively God. And I love how that connects science that, and God. It, yeah, that that's a fun, it's a fun uh, thing to see. In the show. And in Avatar, the different cultures, one of my favorite episodes is where Aang sneaks in and becomes a student in the Fire Nation. Oh, yeah. And just getting to see their culture. Footloose. 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 The Avatar yes, episode. Footloose. <laughs> Avatar episode. That's a great point. It is Footloose. Yeah. <laughs> they all go in the cave, right? They just start. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I love that. And the thing about Avatar and Full Metal as well, um, both of these, the best part about these shows is the, is the world building and the journey you get to that finale. I just love I love experiencing the world before you get to the big bad guy at the end. That that's the coolest part. Without yeah. without and maybe that's why I'm season two biased. Just you get so much so many goodies in there, and you have your different cultures. You have your your fire firebenders who at the same time are they. What would you not anger? Or would you say they harness passionate. passionate? But at the same time, we see Zuko and Uncle Iroh, or Zuko learns from Uncle Iroh. There's a different type of firebending. Uh, one yeah. that's uh that Uncle Iroh, uh, what, what, what would you consider well, that kind of ending? The whole thing is firebenders bring a lot from their emotional state. Mm. And so Zuko used to have his firebending fueled by anger. Yeah. And now he's no longer angry. Uh, he doesn't have his firebending anymore. Can't do it. So he has to have a different type of passion. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole Sun Wars episode. In all honesty, I'm a little confused on what exactly was his new spark it's not really clear but he found yeah. some other type of emotional passion to fuel his fire rather than anger mm. his secret love for katara yeah yeah that's what it was oh you you bastard hey. you, you goddamn like zuko katara shipper <laughs> i, I want to ask you too let's say you're in the world of avatar Mm -hmm. uh, what nation do you think you're a part of? Not what you want to be a part of. All right, BuzzFeed. <laughs> Listen, you, you're calling me a, a Katara Zuko shipper. I might as well just go on that. Oh, you want to lean you know? into it? I'll All lean right. into it. Like, right, lean into which it. Uh, which nation are you? I mean, there's an Airbender joke I can make right now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but which which nation do you think your personality ties in with most? Probably firebending or fire bending. earthbending. It's one of those two. And why one of those two? Uh, earthbending because I don't like change that much. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like having my thing. I like building things. Firebending because I'm normally quicker to anger. <laughs> really? I get angry. Oh. I don't know, I just... Around who? Uh, you're, you're not an angry person. Maybe You're a passionate person, I'd say. I, eh, maybe. I used to be far more, like, violent, and I've oh, toned God. that down. <laughs> Why'd you look at me like that? <laughs> I no, used to be a... much more violent. <laughs> God. No, it just, a lot of it just came from insecurity. Oh, okay. Like, I, I really okay. could not take a joke. 
mm-hmm. as a kid. And so I would be, you know, punch punch them. I'd, I'd get more physical, violent to like wow. teasing. And I, I really had to grow out of that. Okay. So, and even now. So that like was before I, I met you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely like you're talking high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I mean, I'm passionate about like when I actually am interested in something I like, I go a hundred percent into it. I mm-hmm. really like it. And then if it's not something I'm interested in, I, to my own detriment, ignore it. Mm. <laughs> I read, oof, it's not good. But yeah. when I like something, I go all in. Okay. So you think you'd edge more toward Fire Nation than Earth Nation? Nah, I'd still edge toward Earthbending. If Earth, I, that yeah. more obdurate side of you. Yeah. So cool. I Okay. Like. I, I like Yourself? that answer. Me? What nation am I? You asked me, so. I think I'd be a non-bender. I would not. I, I get. I get the tough end of the stick. I love magic, and I'd be like, "Oh, what do I get?" You would be sock. I could see it. that. A hundred percent. I would. Uh, I would be get the boomerang. The guy that somehow has a boomerang and survives all this crazy stuff, but ends up. Uh, oh, I wouldn't end up with the girl though. That's that's the that's the difference between. He got two. He got uh, two. He got the moon. He got the moon. Ugh. Every, every that Sokka Sokka pulls Sokka is Sokka the guy. Pulled. Yeah, for a kid show, he pulled the moon. That's, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Uh, gotta love it. Sokka Sokka's another top. Three. I think I said Zuko, Iroh, Toph, and Sokka are now in my top three characters. Math doesn't add up, but they're my top three. They have to be. <laughs> and then what about Full Metal for you? Who's your favorite? Is it besides I'm, besides Armstrong? Don't even. General Olivia Armstrong is the best. Yes, she is. But who's second? However, mm, Ling, Ling, maybe Ling's awesome. He's pretty great. Um, Not greed though. Greed's so great. The, the, that's like lead and oh, ring. They, they become basically one. Agreed. Okay. Like once they yeah. become one, I love that. But beyond that, I really like Alphonse a lot. Mm. Love Alphonse. I, I love the Elric brothers themselves. Like such they're such great. a fun, fun main characters. Great main characters. Beyond them, I really like Hawkeye, a lot. And I just, I know it's not probably Hawkeye's much, but too. Hawkeye and Mustang. I will say this, but I, I'm, mm. I will say this that Elric brothers are great main characters. Yeah. I'd say that's the difference between Full Metal and Avatar. The main characters in Full Metal I like a lot more than I like Aang and Avatar. Don't get me wrong, Aang is a great character. I, I he's think really he's, good. He's very good and solid. Uh, however, the best characters in Avatar are everyone around Hank. I think you can always point to yeah. the cat, the cast around him, and the friends around him are typically people's favorites and my favorites mm-hmm. over Aang himself. Although he's still a good character to follow and enjoyable. Where Full Metal, the heart of the show is the, the bro, like the two brothers and their connection to each other. Yes, and yeah. their journey together to like, that at its core is the story and like yep. they are the best characters oh for like the fact th- their journey of like basically trying to bring back their mom and bring back this like mutated mess and what a powerful fu- plot what a great what a great motivator for a plot like can we make fun of on this by the way our friend oh that's we're deep enough into the podcast he definitely isn't watching can't believe that's i called him our friend by the way but yeah we had our friend we had misha watch the first 10 episodes of this show, which guarantee you he didn't. He probably watched the first couple. Oh, no, he didn't. Yeah. But he watched the, the first couple episodes, which is established that the Elric brothers' mother 
died. Yeah. And they tried to mutate her back to life, but her ashy, uh, ashy, hell-ridden corpse crawled out and went back into the ashes. And their mother is still dead, and they're trying to now... And they lost, they lost Elric, or sorry, Alphonse's body is now gone, and he's now in a metal suit. And Alphonse lost an arm and a leg, literally. Literally. And then Misha goes, yeah, I didn't find it that compelling. Yeah, no, that, that's... What? Bull. What? <laughs> Absolute bull. <laughs> one lot loses the whole bodies in a suit of armor, and one loses an arm and a leg in their journey to get their bodies back. At least say like that's like the most compelling I, intro to a show ever. ever. Just say like anime's not for me. Man, that's a better answer if it's but if he you likes don't like Dragon it. Ball. Yeah, he, he likes Dragon he watches Ball. Dragon Ball Z and he doesn't like Full and Metal One Punch Alchemist. Man. Like he likes anime well enough, but yeah, can't. Oh god, disgusting. His his media opinions are worse than ours. Like, <laughs> and that's hard to do. Okay, that's <laughs> that, pretty hard. That's a tough task. <laughs> No, but what what else? Is, we already talked about he liked blood. Of, he got us into blood of Zeus, which is yeah, we no, we, we, we don't need to talk about that yeah. anymore. That was that honestly was something. we need. I'm kind of curious. I want to ask his opinion on movies. Yeah, like give us a movie recommendation, just so I can see how bad it is. <laughs> I kind of want to hate watch his movies. Well, he also uh, see a lot of people like this show though. Invincible. Yeah. Uh, did you watch it? I did. The whole and... thing. Yeah, I eventually you did. What did you think of Invincible? Um, overrated. Agreed. I was just kind of bored. It was bloody and gory. Yeah, I mean, action scenes were action. You know, it's cool, but character-wise, eh. the father just being a villain from another planet was kind of underwhelming. Well, also Mark just kind of. Not a lot. Like he goes through a lot of trauma. But yeah. animation was great. I yeah, liked animation. I, I don't know. I just wanted to see like what does he do with that trauma or something. Like, how does it change him? Didn't really seem to change him that much. Other than maybe he had a I just didn't get the bigger hype. sense of response like responsibility, but yeah. then Amber. Ugh, God. I actually forgot about Amber in the show. She's awful. Oh, who She's is, an awful person. Wait, so it's Amber, and what's the other friend? Ah, shoot. The girl or the no, guy? The guy. It's Amber's the girl, right? Then there's the guy, his his best friend. The blonde hair. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember. can't remember his name. Me either. But it just, it was a bit underwhelming. I didn't feel super huge connection. I wasn't really there. The mother was pretty cool. I mean, the mother, the mother I think, was the best character. She was, uh, I mean, she definitely had the biggest emotional uh, moments of like yeah finding her husband like she actually took her husband being this alien and not caring really for her as much and I, one of the lines I, I think really got me was him saying like she's like a dog to me like, oh yeah i was like oh that that yeah. was that was rough but i mean it had some it had some moments in there uh and especially the f- end of the first episode the first episode i thought was actually really good because it was so corny and cheesy and the then first it episode. does the and then it does the twist in the last five minutes. Yeah. Where you're like, this is not that kind of show, buddy. Oh. And that got me. That Also me. Robot. Robot? The Robot. Remind me. He's, everyone thinks oh, he's yep. a robot, but yeah. he's actually like this mutated guy in a jar. Robot's great. An actual emotional journey of like him discovering, like basically trying to better himself. Uh, Agreed. Agreed. Great. Actually good. But other than that, 
the world itself kind of boring like yeah. it's really stereotypical superhero stuff like it's basically a knockoff dc mm. so and I, tons of people love it and i'm looking at it going yeah. i think it's only popular because of that first episode where it, you know bloody and gory it's basically it the blood and gore there there's i mean the animation's there there's a lot of there's a lot of fights and there's a lot of tooths flying out thing is, and that's animation, cool but i don't think blood and gore alone to blood and gore good. like absence the blood and gore mm. animation is just okay it's nothing special like, it doesn't look that cool like you want to talk about cool animation like demon slayer cool but you got to show me animation you like, got to show me oh it looks so neat it's so cool. I, I I think you would like okay. Demon Slayer. So yeah. I've been wanting to get you to watch that. A, a big part of this in talking about anime is I'm still not completely there in anime where I've seen first episodes of other animes and haven't fallen in love. I guess I have to get more into the episodes. You really do just have to like sit down and guarantee yourself like five episodes kind okay. of thing. Like not the three episode sniff test okay. is generally true. Like with an anime. You can't judge it on the first episode. You got to yeah. give it three. I will do that for all of them except One Piece. I'm not touching that thing. <laughs> I heard there's, what, a thousand goddamn over, episodes? Over a thousand. That's unacceptable. I have, I, I want to at least, I want to, I have plans by the time I'm 40, okay? I, I have oh things to do, and most of it's pointless, but I still have things to do, and I'd rather do them. I don't know how, how many episodes have you watched that show? I haven't watched, I, I at least watched up to the time skip and then intermittently after. What I've episodes watched, is that? Uh, Pre-time skip, I think, is like 700? Maybe You've less. you watched 700 episodes? Maybe less, maybe like... That's impressive. It could be less. I can't remember. Someone will correct me. Well, even if, let's say it's 500. Something like that. Four or five hundred, probably, God, that is, episodes. That is impressive. To be fair, only 30 minutes long. And I did that during, like, a summer in high school. Okay. But... I, I would say pre-time skip, watch. And then after time skip, read the manga. Because animation, like, really dips in quality. Okay. And I'll honestly, the story itself also. Like, there's some highlights, but... I'll get, I'll get into... The top ones you've suggested are Hunter x Hunter and Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer first, because I think you'll actually enjoy it. Okay. Hunter x Hunter is one of those shows that, especially for a non-anime fan, there are going to be some episodes that are going to be rough for you. Like, you're just not going to enjoy it. I know it. Mm. And it's longer than... Uh, so, the entirety of... Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is one arc in uh, Hunter x Hunter. Like, the final oh. arc of the story is 60 episodes. Oh, God. Just the arc. Oh. Not the season. Okay. The, like, one story. Okay. 60 episodes. It's also the best arc of, like, it. Mm. it's great, but it's so anime. Like, it... It has all those tropes that anime does where, like, they're moving in slow motion, like, narrating and what they're thinking mm -hmm. at, like, as they're punching. It's just, like, episodes can, like, an entire episode can just be, like, 
them turning the corner. <laughs> and discussing, like, do we go left or right? Do we go left or right? All the options. Like, so, okay. it's Let's real see. anime, but it has... It has some of the best characters I think anime has to offer, and the quintessential uh, power system. Like, better? Magic mag- system? Yeah, magic power system, the best. Better than Avatar. Better oh, yeah, than Full way, Metal. Way, way better. Gotta watch that show. 100% better. Gotta watch that show. Let's see if, uh, in, if anyone wants to throw in, in the comments, if someone's here at this point, yeah. Hunter Hunter or, uh, or Demon Slayer, which one you'd rather have... Uh, have us oh, yeah, watch like, here. We can rewatch. Which one would you rather have an, a non-anime fan review and a, yeah. you know, I guess anime? We'll give a review. we'll give a rating of it. It'll be incorrect again. You, mine uh, will be fine. Here's <laughs> mine. Could, yeah, we'll, bump his score up like two points, and it'll be about correct. <laughs> what are the see on books? Uh, it seems like my ratings are very much inflated on books because I haven't read as much as you have. Yeah, and uh, it seems like with shows and TV. Uh, like you said, I think you said this last episode, but shows on TV, mine are deflated a bit. They're just a bit lower and yeah. uh, uh, more critical in, on it for some reason. In general, like I, I like when it comes to TVs and movies, I like liking things. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some shows where I know it's not great, but I enjoy myself. So that's fair. Yeah, I like liking things too. Except uh, I can't because I know, you there's always the, the voices. Ba- you gave the Batman 5.5 or whatever. 5.4, get it right, okay? Oh my god. <laughs> you don't enjoy liking things. And you know, I, I did some self-reflection. I was like, man, did I was I too hard on uh, on this movie? And I went through the rating system and I was like, you know what? 5.3. Five, <laughs> yes. How'd you know I was going to say that? You beat me I too. I know you too Damn. well. Oh, you know me too well. Well... I think that was a, that was a good episode for comparing Full Metal Alchemist and Avatar. Uh, we'll and if you guys have, like I said, if they have any suggestions for shows to watch, uh, movies to watch that they want us to give our takes on, go ahead yeah. and toss it out there. I always could use a good recommendation, but uh, yeah, go ahead, leave a comment. He'll read it. Subscribe, like, do all the regular social media things. Oh. Instagram, that's the one social media thing that I'm in charge of. Yeah. So if I will, if, if you see all the other stuff, that's him. Instagram's me. So if you see any cute little picture with a coffee, a little heart. Yeah, no, there, that, that's, that's him. That's all me. Those will be coming. I don't upload very often. I don't have notifications on. So anyway, that's my part. That's the part I contribute to this partnership. It's the most important part. I'll give you that. <laughs> You, you get to post the cute pictures and some yeah. behind-the-scenes stuff. So yeah, it'll sure. all be on there. But. All right. Um, thank you, guys. Uh, check out the clips wherever you see them, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.